Welcome to Relationship Workout for Men, a podcast dedicated to helping men be intentional in choosing a better partner and being a better partner for the person they choose. Episode 9, Happy Wife, Happy Life. Let me start by saying I fully admit to being a late proponent to the adage, Happy Wife, Happy Life. For years, I fiercely held on to my belief that my point of view and feelings mattered as much as hers, along with my happiness. Well, such a newbie in marriage I was. In fact, I've come to realize there are three stages of marriage newbiedness, each one of which impact the level of drama in one's marriage. Stage one of marriage newbiedness, talk and don't listen. To be clear, I still believe that my point of view, feelings, and happiness matter. But the nuance I didn't realize, my newbiness in marriage, so to speak, was taking this belief into difficult conversations with her. I would consistently feel an overwhelming need to tell her my point of view and feelings. I was convinced that my point of view and feelings mattered and that I was right, even if this meant talking over her or only hearing blah, blah, blah when she spoke. Ah, there was a nugget of insight. As a newbie in marriage, I had linked the importance of my point of view and feelings to somehow being right during the difficult conversations. I call this being in stage one of marriage newbiness, talk and don't listen. I would characterize this stage in our marriage as lots of drama, which impeded our desire to have fun together. In this stage, our difficult conversations frequently turned into arguments that rarely resolved anything. And in a relatively new marriage, especially when there are young children, the possibilities for disagreement seem endless. Worse, With sleep-deprived parents of babies and toddlers that won't sleep through the night, patients' levels can be at all-time lows. Day after day, year after year, this can wear down the love that once sparked the proposal in the first place. This may be one reason why the average length of a marriage ends in divorce in less than eight years. I personally think there's a lot of marriage newbiness going on. Stage 2 of marriage newbiness, listen and defend. Where did this assumption that I was right come from? Could we both be right if my point of view and feelings matter? Could my point of view be somehow wrong and still matter? These questions led me to a breakthrough understanding that maybe I should listen to what she had to say. Well, this seems like an extremely obvious point, one I had even read about a hundred times in self-help books. The cold reality is that when you're angry, arguing, and convinced that your point of view is right, it's hard to take a deep breath, calm your mind, and openly listen. Easy to read, hard to implement. But once I started to hear what she had to say, well, I almost immediately went into defense mode. It seemed like all I could hear were all the awful things she was saying either about me or about the things I had done or failed to do. The thought that I wasn't such a bad person kept bouncing around in my protective mind. And let's not forget that I have a point of view and feelings that still matter, even though now I'm trying to listen more intently to learn about her point of view and feelings, which also matter. I was in stage two of marriage newbiness, listen and defend. At this stage, the level of drama in our marriage was lower than before, as there were times when my listening at her prevented an argument from forming. I also became more assertive and less aggressive during our difficult conversations, which also helped to reduce the drama. But the level of drama was still too high for my comfort, as the array of things to disagree on seemed like a bottomless grab bag. Stage three of marriage newbiness, realize and let go. 
Now, I've also known for quite some time that becoming defensive is one of the fastest ways to lower one's emotional intelligence and shut down communication. When you're feeling defensive, your mind focuses on formulating your defense to the accusations instead of openly hearing and processing with curiosity what your partner is saying. I was a bit stuck in a no man's land of wanting a high level of peace and happiness in my marriage, but somehow unable to get out of my own way of contributing to the arguments and drama which were now fueled by my own defensiveness. From talking to many of my male friends, it became clear that many of us get stuck in a defend-at-all-costs approach to difficult discussions. Finally, I took a step back and made a mental inventory of all the topics we had argued about over the time we had been together. I also tracked our drama by making journal entries in the Relationship Workout Journal for almost two years. This is where I made a startling realization. Few, if any, of the topics we argued about really mattered in the grand scheme of things. I couldn't even remember what most of the things were that I so vehemently argued about in the previous years. Now, of course, there are topics that do greatly matter, like the safety of our children. But on this topic, my wife and I fiercely agree, albeit there are times when one could say she's more cautious than I am. But even here, I've learned that more times than not, she's right to want to take less risk. At last, I realized the brilliancy of the adage, happy wife, happy life. I realize that if I try to prioritize doing things that make my wife happy, in turn, I'm laying a foundation for a more peaceful marriage. And a peaceful marriage is an important ingredient to having a happy life. Now, to be extremely clear, I'm not saying this means treating my wife like a princess, no matter what she does or says. Not by any stretch of the imagination. She's definitely not a princess. She probably works harder than I do at all things involving and not involving our marriage. She also has clearly sacrificed more things for our marriage than I have, starting with her moving to another city to be with me. But what I am saying is at the margin, when there is an opportunity to do something in a way that she prefers versus doing it in a way that I prefer, I ask myself in the grand scheme of things, does my preference really matter? Almost invariably, it really doesn't. And so most of the time, I'll suggest we do something the way she wants, watch the show she wants, go to the restaurant she wants to dine at, and perhaps more importantly, make sure to ask her at least a few times a day if there's anything I can do for her. This lets her know day by day that I care about how she's doing. So for the most part, we save the difficult conversations for the topics that do matter. I've learned to let go of some of my preferences in exchange for more of her happiness. After being together for more than 15 years, I understand this to be a recipe for success. I realize that living in stage three, realize and let go, brings the most peace and least drama into our marriage. It's important to note that she insists we do a ton of things I want to do as well. She is by no means selfish, but I know she appreciates that I'm thinking about her and wanting to do things for her to try to make her life a little bit easier. And this makes her happy. Happy wife, happy life. One last point, keeping the peace one cup of coffee at a time. This brings me to something I think every man should do in a marriage. Have one thing that you can do every day for your wife. For me, I make her a cup of coffee. It's simple. I know she likes a cup of decaf coffee early in the morning. So as part of my morning routine, I make her a cup of brew without her asking. It takes me, I don't know, maybe two to three minutes each day. Easy peasy. Besides just simply being a nice thing to do, the routine of making her morning coffee has a second advantage. Any given morning when there is tension between us, because, well, perhaps we had an argument the night before that wasn't resolved. 
giving her this cup of coffee signals that even though we're arguing now, I love her and want her to be happy. That simple cup of coffee helps thaw the ice. So these are the three ingredients I have found to reduce one's level of marriage newbiness and quite frankly, reduce some of the drama. One, live the adage, happy wife, happy life. Get on board with the point of view that the happier your wife is, the happier your life will be. Don't let your ego and need to be right add a needed drama to your marriage. Two, move to stage three of marriage newbiness, realize and let go as soon as possible. Understand in the grand scheme of things that most topics of disagreement aren't really important. So learn to let go of them. Save the difficult conversations and working through disagreements only for the important stuff. And three, show your wife that you care by doing at least one nice thing for her every day. And when you're upset with each other, don't break this routine. These three things have helped reduce the drama in my marriage, which frees up more time, energy, and desire to have more fun together. And who doesn't want that? Yes, it's time us men get clued in, the topic of the next episode. Mm -hmm.